you're listening to Adulthood Academy. I'm your host, Angela Hatchie. This community is a resource for all those adulthood things many of us were never formally taught. That's all the stuff from learning to handle your finances to navigating different relationships. It's all in here. I've spent years working to figure out adulthood, feeling like I was shooed out into the world wholly underprepared. Since then, I've gotten myself out of debt and prepared myself financially for my future, learned to cook and bake pretty good stuff, and learned to start saying important things out loud in all kinds of relationships. There is far more ahead to learn than there is behind, and that's what I'm here for, to foster this community of perpetual go-getters who are working to fulfill their potential in every facet of life. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get in there. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Adulthood Academy. It's fantastic to have you here. I'm joining you for my brand new standing desk. First day using it. It's incredible. I love it. I just felt like I was like hunched over my computer for so many hours a day. Um, and my, my butt was starting to hurt because I don't have a great chair. That'll be my next uh, like office purchase will be like a really nice desk chair. For now, the standing desk is great and I can just like sit down on my lot, stand up. And I feel like I'm not just like a blob on my chair in front of my computer all day. Uh, and it's great. So that's fantastic. That's a good thing happening for me. I hope you had a great week. Um, today we're talking about how to build a debt-free business, which is like near and dear to my heart because I feel like there's so much pressure and messaging in the online world that you have to like quote unquote, make it in your first year of business. You have to be scaling to six figures. And it just seems like everywhere around you, people are like dishing out $5,000 for this and $10,000 for a business coach. And it can become so overwhelming. So today in our episode, we're going to dispel that myth and give you those actionable tips to build a sustainable long-term business without taking out massive amounts of debt to do so. Before we hop into that episode, let's talk about biz money refreshes. These are fantastic if you are scaling or a newer business owner and you just need to get a handle on your money. So we will meet, we will do what I call a wealthy weekend together and we will get all of your money organized, all of it planned out for the future, like what income is coming in, uh, what your expenses are so that you know, this fits in perfectly with this episode, what you can afford in the future as you continue to grow your business. We'll also have weekly calls together. So we'll meet uh, once a week for a month and we will go through my process of weekly money check-ins. This is when I do like my uh, financial books. This is when I look forward to what's coming up in the next week or the next month so that I can start planning, saving for it and what to do with any extra money. And this has been instrumental in like my personal life, being able to save really effectively and in my business too, because I can look forward and know exactly what I'm saving for. If I need somebody to do like my sales page, or I need somebody to, uh, you know, be my systems manager, whatever it is in your business, I know how much that's going to cost me and I can start saving for it. So if you want one of those spots, I'm only going to do Uh, probably two a month. So you can grab your spot. I put the link in the description of this episode or come find me on Instagram and all the links will be there as well. Now let's get right in here. There is a very trendy and I think misleading narrative in this online space that says you have to make it in your first year in business. And I haven't seen it really like expressed in those exact words, like you better make it in your first year or give up. But I see it in the marketing of like, go from $0 to 3K in your first month in business, or you know, go from full-time job to full-time in your business in three months. 
And that marketing and the always like massive push to attain crazy sales as new entrepreneurs or business owners is really what we're honing in on today. Really at no other time in history has this ever been a thing, right? In fact, if you were going to like make it in your first six months or year, or even really two years of business, you would have been like an anomaly. It hasn't happened in the history of the world. You would be like a prodigy. The average time, like today, to turn a business profit is two to three years, which means that 50% of businesses are above that two to three mark in turning a profit. And of course, 50% are below that two to three year mark. But we've normalized like one year in business, six months in business, a month, three months in business, turning a huge profit and quitting your job and being able to like travel the world and do all this crazy stuff. And we've made it like the picture of this is what you can expect. And I want to move away from that into like, how can we build a long-term business, slow and steady growth without putting the pressure on ourselves to take out massive amounts of debt. So that's what we're talking about today. I think it's time to flip that narrative to you don't need to be massively profitable and hitting 40K months in your first year. Like I literally saw this marketing message last week and it's not normal. <laughs> on top of that, like I just can't get behind a message that inherently makes you feel badly when you don't achieve whatever that arbitrary amount of money is in your first six months of business. I didn't, and I know a lot of people that didn't either, but that's not really shown so much on social media. And so you start to think that like hitting those 40K months in your first six months is totally normal and that you are kind of like a failure if you don't do it. It is completely normal and expected to spend that first year of your business, even your first two years, three years, getting clear on what your messaging is, what your marketing strategy is, testing out different products and services, getting feedback from your audience and revising whatever your products and services are, investing in the areas that are really going to help you grow, experiencing failure, because we all know failure is feedback. If we launch something and it's like not what people want, that's a very clear message to us. If we can't sell those spots, we're like, I don't know what happened. We go back to the drawing board. It's totally normal to want to give up and open job listings every once in a while. It's totally normal to spend more than you make for the first year, for the first year and a half, for the first two years. And it's also normal to have like a very successful launch. And I want to just normalize all of those things. Like let's normalize building a long-term debt-free business with all of the wins and all of the struggles included. Let's now talk about the how. How do you build a business with little to no debt. For me, this goes hand in hand with building a long-term business. If you're paying attention to the marketing that says you need to be making 10K months in your first year, and to do that, you need to invest $5,000 a month into a business coach and hope that that business coach is going to get you to that goal, we're kind of like living on luck, right? And obviously hard work on your part, if you're putting in all the work, that's fine too. But if you are like thinking that to make it to 10K months or whatever the amount you need to make, you have to invest $5,000 a month into a business coach, you're putting that pressure on yourself to succeed and fork over thousands of dollars in your first year and just hope that you're going to make a ton of money. It's going to work out. Your message is going to be spot on. And it adds so much undue stress to something that's already stressful. And I'm not saying like, my advice is not never, ever, ever do that. I'm saying we need a strategy for investing in our business that makes sense instead of just like right out of the gate. I have felt that pressure too, where I'm like, so-and-so is marketing 
And they're messaging to me that in order to get to 10K months, I need to invest in their course or their one-on-one -on -one program or their uh, mastermind. And it's like $5,000 a month. And I don't have $5,000 a month to get to 10K. Like, what can we do instead? Maybe we scale to like $1,000 a month first, which is what I did. Like, break it up into smaller chunks so that you can afford to scale to whatever that amount is. And then we move on to the next step. But just like right out of the gates, throwing money at your business doesn't always necessarily equal your business succeeding. And that pressure you're putting on yourself to like make and close sales, get on endless sales calls and show up to the point of like burnout because your credit card that you put that business investment on is due next month. It manifests in a variety of ways from your mental health, feeling like you always need to be on and hustling like you're on Instagram eight hours a day, reaching burnout because you've got your foot on the gas for months on end and it affects your relationships with your clients. So the first thing we need to do is work to push aside that story, that narrative that you have to quote unquote make it in your first year of business and replace it with growth and normalizing the real process of growing your business. Next, we need to work to be exceptionally intentional with our money. Money is the gas for your business. If we are pedal to the metal for 12 months and we are just leaking cash out the back of our business, it's really hard to build that long-term sustainable business that we're all looking for. We want a business built on a solid foundation. We want to plan to minimize those unnecessary expenses. And we want to know what our business expenses actually are and how much we need to bring in every month to cover our business expenses and our personal expenses. So in the previous example, I talked about people preaching like 5K months or 10K months. We need to know how much money we need to make to sustain our lifestyle. 10K probably fixes most of our expenses, personal expenses, business expenses too. But could you scale and could you grow your business on $3,000 a month? We need to know what your personal expenses are like pay the rent, get groceries, get gas, whatever those things are. And we need to know how much it costs to operate your business. Like what are your monthly expenses to keep the lights on, to get your taxes saved? Like what does that equal? And we also need to know how to spend that money in our personal lives because really like, isn't that one of the main reasons you started your business? It's to fund your life to buy a home, to travel, to have a family, to retire with plenty of money, to kind of like pass along a legacy or something that your kids or future generations can use as a source of income too. And I think most of all, we want to have a close-up view of our finances so that we can make informed decisions about what's next in our business. Now, I think lacking these things, like having a view of what your future expenses are in your business, lacking having uh knowing what your business expenses are, not knowing what your personal expenses are, it causes us to feel kind of investment happy and leaves us vulnerable or I don't know if I want to say desperate because it sounds like a negative connotation. And I've been in this space too, so like no judgment, but it makes us kind of desperate for the next thing we can invest in because we think that's the only way to reach our goal and the only way to grow our business. So I spent time in the beginning stages of my business where I was like, kind of more susceptible to people pitching me, like pitching me in the DMs or do I need a social media coach or do I need a business coach or do I need somebody to set up my systems for me? And it was just like so many opportunities to invest and I didn't know what was going to help me grow my business the most and be what I need next. So I invested in stuff that I was like, this is great information, but I think this would be better further down the line when I'm more established. I have my 
you know, clientele set up, like it would make sense then to set up my systems. And if you don't know what that next thing in your business is and you don't know what's going to help you grow, like people are fantastic at marketing. They are great at it. Everybody who is launching something or promoting something makes you think and makes you believe that that thing is going to get you to your 10K months or whatever it is. And it's going to be the thing that's going to help you grow. That's what marketing is. But having that control over your business and your finances helps you make so much better informed decisions with your business because you're like, no, I can't afford that right now. No, I can't afford that right now. But I am focused on saving for this one specific thing that I know is going to help me in the next six months get to the next level. And then I'm going to save for the mastermind or the business coach or the systems person because that's going to be the next thing that's going to help me grow to the next level. And this is not to say like it doesn't work, period. Like I think it works for some people, but I don't think it's the end all be all to just like be investment happy and you're investing in this and this and this without really honing in on your numbers and your business finances and your like business financial strategy as well. So embodying that slow and steady growth, it's just going to give you so much more control over the growth and success of your business. Now let's talk about some actual action steps to get you moving in this direction. If you've listened to any previous episodes, I think this is one of the most referenced action items I have. It's just to keep track of your expenses. So if that's your business expenses and your personal expenses, just keep track for a month to get started and spend as you normally would. I want you to do both of those things. I want you to keep track of your business business expenses, lay out whatever works for you. Like I don't care what works for you. Whatever does is fantastic. If it's a spreadsheet, if it's um, just a piece of paper, if it's a journal, if it's an app, like just use whatever works best for you and keep track of your expenses for a month business expenses, keep track of your personal expenses for a month. That's everything. If you're spending a ton of money on coffee, like I want you to track that. If you're spending a ton of money on office supplies or whatever it is, keep track of that. Because if we don't have that base information, it's really hard to find a strategy or figure out where to go if we have no idea what we're spending every month. So that's your first action item. Keep track of your business expenses for a month. August, keep track of everything you spend for your business. And for your personal life, keep track of all of those too. So let me give you a quick example. Let's say your personal like life expenses, rent, food, groceries, all that stuff, going out to coffee, restaurants, date night, everything you spend in your personal life is like $2,000. In your business expenses, you're just getting started. You spend maybe, let's say $500 a month on your business expenses. Together, your expenses are $2,500. $2,000 personal life, $500 business life. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> that means we need to also factor in, this is step two, what we need to save for the future. So we know our expenses. Now we need to plan for what's going to be happening in the future. Let's say in your personal life, you want to start saving for a house. You need to start saving for retirement. Your car is going to crap out in a few years. You need to start saving for a new car and put a dollar amount to those things. So maybe it's 500 bucks towards retirement, $300 towards a new car, I forget the other thing I said, oh, retirement or a new house, um, X amount of dollars to that. Then we have, let's say all of the things you're saving for in the future are another $1,000. $2,000 expenses, $1,000 in money you need to save every single month, $3,000. But we still have our business over here. 
business is $500 to operate, just your expenses, and what do we need to be saving for? So maybe that's the next investment. It's a business coach. It's a mastermind you would like to join. It's somebody you've seen online that you would love to work with in the future. What do you need to be saving in order to pay for that in cash? Let's say it's $300 a month. So now we have $3,000 in personal expenses and savings goals, and we have $500 in business and $300 in savings goals. That's $800. So we have $3,800 total. Life money, business money, $3,800. So that informs our how we price our offers, right? If you don't know what your capacity is for clients or for a group program or whatever it is, that helps you price what you need your services or what you need your products to be to cover $3,800 of expenses and savings goals. I always tell people you need to factor in what you're saving for in the future because we are not just like operating a business to cover like staying alive and operating our business and like paying rent and putting groceries in the fridge. We are operating on our business so that we can save and think about the future, future us, a home, retirement, going on vacation, all those amazing things. So that needs to be factored into what you need to make every single month. So let's say that $3,800 we're talking about, that's your life, that's your business combined. If you make $4,000 a month in your business, is that going to cover all of those things? Sure, but do we want to make more money than that? Do we want to be able to save for taxes too? Because you're going to have to put 30% away for taxes. So we need to think about like, okay, would $4,500 a month cover all of those expenses and let us save for taxes and let us have some extra fun money to use on whatever we want. That's where we need to be like thinking and operating in that kind of like stratosphere of not just like we're scraping by, I'm paying the rent, I'm paying the mortgage, whatever it is to the place where we're saving consistently for all of our savings goals, our future stuff. And then even one step higher where we have extra money, we can fill out all of our goals easily. We have extra like fun money, play money, money that we can donate to other stuff, money that we can retire early with, money that we can buy a house in cash for. Like we wanna be up in that kind of stratosphere. <laughs> so getting to that pace, place where A, first action step, figure out where your life business expenses are. Action step number two, figure out what your savings numbers are every month. What do you need to save every month to hit your retirement goal, home down payment goal? What does that look like? And then third, I want you to think now about how you are pricing your offers. What your, if you have an hourly rate, what's your hourly rate? And does that fit what you need to be making to sustain and elevate your life? That was a lot of information, but I hope that that makes sense. I will write it. I will write these little action steps. Um, I always have a blog post for every episode as well. So if you want to like read through these, if you're more of like a visual person than an audio person like me, <laughs> uh, you can read through the blog post and I always have the action items in there as well. So feel free to check those out too. Okay. I think that was like plenty of homework for the week. Get into your business financials, start tracking everything for August. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. You can send me an email. You can come hang out with me on Instagram. I would love to talk to you there. I've always said like having a podcast is fantastic, but it's like having a conversation conversation with myself. I'm just looking at myself in my office right now and I'm just talking to myself. So I would love to carry on this conversation with you uh, via email, on social media, whatever that looks like. If you have questions, if you're like, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know how to track my expenses. 
um, my recommendation real quick while we're talking about it is just open the last three months of your bank statements and review through there so you can get an average. So if you're like, I have no idea what I spend on groceries every month or I have no idea what I spend on X whatever business expenses, open up those statements for the last three months and just look and see if you can find an average for that to start with. So there's another hot tip for you, okay? So so let's wrap up this episode. I wanna finish this by talking to you again about Biz Money Refreshers. They are fantastic. I will help you with this whole process of organizing your finances, figuring out what your income is gonna be for the next month, making projections into the future and figuring out what you need to be making every month in your business to cover your life expenses, to cover your business expenses, and laying out what all of those things are, like how much you need to be saving for your home, for retirement, all that good stuff. So we will do that. We'll have a wealthy weekend inside the Biz Money Refresh where we'll get together. I will dig into all of this information. We'll do like an interview style so I can figure out what's important to you, what you want to be saving for, um, what's important to you in your business, what's going to help you grow. And then we will also have weekly calls and we'll meet once a week. We will go over weekly money check-in so that you have these tools after our time together and you can continue doing this process on your own so that you have that rock solid financial foundation for your business. And then there's also Voxer access. So throughout our month together, you will be able to basically text me or voice message me um, any questions you have so that I can help you the most have all of these skills and knowledge under your belt for when we're finished working together. Okay. Um, I think that's it for today. I hope that was a very helpful episode for you. Again, if you have questions, come let me know what I can answer for you and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.